Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. I think this is episode 100, so it made a little bit sense to have Katie on as she's been guest host, or is that what it's called? Guest? Guest. Yeah. You've been guest the most out of anybody. And so we're going to be talking about, also I'm thinking about renaming the podcast to talk about it. Just simpler for three years later, simpler for everybody to say things, say the three words comparatively to we want to talk about it now. So welcome to talk about it now. I'm going to have to get used to, to saying that, but we have Katie on and we're going to be going over some of the fun fun that we just did in New York, Rome and Florence in particular going over just like the overall trip. Then we're going to talk a little bit, some categories that we've created for our travels. It's been, how long has it been since we've gone somewhere? Like, I mean, I know we went to Bear Lake in September for like a couple days, but how long has it been? Like two years, two probably. Years? We have such hard lives. But in spite of all of those difficulties that we've had, you know, dealing with COVID and just hard, hard lives, um, we got to travel to Rome <laughs> and to Florence and to New York. Um, overall, what were your feelings on the trip? So it's weird traveling during COVID because you have to wear masks. Like, I know that seems obvious, but it's not super prevalent. Like, mask wearing isn't super prevalent in Utah, so that was different. But I'm glad we were able to go. It was really fun. Um, we had lots of good food, had some good times, and the weather was really good while we were there. So that was, like, really nice. So Yeah. Overall, I thought it was a really good trip. I think the most frustrating things were the times where I got frustrated the most were uploading documents to Delta. So uploading documents for our flight to Italy, you have to do go get your COVID test, show that you have a negative. We came up negative both times, just so everybody knows. Both times we went to a major sporting event right after we took the test <laughs> uh, and we're around hundreds of people, if not thousands. <laughs> And so the, the, just the irony is not the right word. The, the stupidity of the entire process. Like it, it, it's all this like lip service to make people feel good because we could have easily, I don't know if I have COVID right now. I mean, I took, I have the vaccine anyways, but that was, those were the two times that I was probably most frustrated on the vacation was in New York, uploading those documents. Like, are you having kidding me? Like what? I can't speak Italian. I don't know. <laughs> Finding the, the airport's called Fimucino on the Italian documents. And to Americans, it's Leonardo da Vinci Airport. Like, just little things like that. So, that's that's but, probably going to be most of the negativity that you're going to hear from me is going to be about just uploading those documents. And then having to go through all of the, like, the entire process over again in at Italy. the airport itself. Well, oh, in yeah. New York, too. Because in New York, they were like... All right, let's check all your docs. I'm like, wait, why did I uploaded this all yesterday? I uploaded my vaccine card. I uploaded that we had the negative test. Why are we why are we doing this again? Then we had to do the same thing coming back to to the United States. It's silly. Or not not to get like too political. It's it's stupid. It, like it just makes people feel good and it's not actually doing anything. Cuz like I said, we got tested in New York. Then we went to a Nets game. Tons of people were there. Got tested in Rome. Next night, we went to a soccer game. Tons of people were there. So were people wearing anyways, the masks at the soccer game? Not really. That was probably the only place where people were super not masked. Well, except all the restaurants we went into as well. 
but it didn't seem like people were wearing them. And that's another thing too, like anywhere you go in Italy, in New York, you like if you're dining in, you have to show your vaccine card. And so that was a lot different than what we're used to. And so make sure, like, I to guess- all of our Utah listeners, stop complaining about problems in Utah. It's way worse. Every- oh, depends on depends on how you feel about it. It's way worse in other states, though. Every single place we went to, we had to show our vaccine card to get into restaurants. Our green card, as they the green call pass. it, the green, green pass. pass, the green pass, as they call it in Italy. Yeah. So they called it something different. I think they call it a green pass in like most of Europe. I assume and so. then they were asking us, we're like, we have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but here's our CDC card that says we got our vaccine, if that works. And then I had to show, like, at the Roma game, too, like, I had to show my vaccine card, like, three separate times, I'm pretty sure. And then, if in. You, and then if you forgot it, you'd have to come back and get it. Like, I mean, thankfully, you didn't. Or you if you forgot your mask. Your mask. Like, Thanks, Katie came in clutch. I always had my stuff because I would have definitely forgot it because in Utah, I've become so accustomed to not worrying about it ever. But apart from the COVID stuff, like honestly, probably one of the top trips we've ever ever done. Really chill, really, really nice. Really chill, relaxing. We didn't have any like super high expectations of like what we're going to do. Like we had a very loose itinerary. <laughs> which very is, loose. Which is not typically our our thing. We usually have a more strict itinerary. We're like, let's just get up and go whenever we have time. Or like whenever we feel like we're ready to go for the day. Um see some of the sites that we're going to be seeing around like the places we're going to be eating and we didn't do any tours or anything because i like i guess it would have been nice but we didn't plan for it and it was like there's just like, a lot of people so it's nice to just extra like, costs you can see most everything without taking the tour itself yeah and then um we would just roam like literally roam around all the streets and just look at all the cute little shops or like just I don't know. And if something called our attention, we'd go to it. Yes. The only thing that led us astray was when we were like, let's go to this gelato shop. And then our stomachs hurt afterwards. <laughs> That's the only thing that was like bad, right? Yeah. And other than that, like all the food was good. The gelato that we had was good, except the one. Yeah. I mean, the overall thing. So we went to New York for four days. Food was amazing there, as it always is, because it's New York. So favorite bite in New York? The most important. No, not yet. Okay, sorry. The most important thing that everyone needs to remember about this, and I'm just going to be like, I enjoyed my time and I had a fabulous time in Italy. The United States of America is the best food country on planet Earth. Bar none. I have now, like, I know I haven't traveled like tons of different places or whatever, but I've been to London, Barcelona, Florence, Rome. I lived in Mexico for a for a hot two years for those of us who don't remember or i guess a year and a half because i was a visa waiter and then i've been to places like seattle new york las vegas la san francisco i'm just gonna say florida i'm not gonna say where but even like tampa florida <laughs> went to tampa florida tampa florida as a whole has better food than italy does or london does or barcelona for that matter so we just, like, the because... one thing that is great about diversity, sorry, there's multiple things that are great about diversity that came out wrong. But the, I think what I like the most is just the diversity of culture that we have here yeah. in the United States is so much better than any place I've been thus far in my, in all of my travels. So just want to get that out of the way. New York, freaking awesome. All we did really there was food, food and chill. 
and the Nets Warriors game, which was great if you are a Warriors fan. Uh, even better if you're just a Steph Curry fan because he went off. So that was a really fun game. <laughs> didn't they didn't get my pretzel in time because their screw ups at Barclays Center or whatever it's called. Wasn't stoked on that. They didn't have cheese sauce. Like once when Katie texted me and said, "We don't have cheese. They don't have cheese sauce." I'm like, "You can just." You can just leave the pretzel because they're like, uh, it'll take 15 minutes to cook it. I'm like, nah, don't waste your time. I don't want, I don't want the pretzel if I'm gonna have to eat it with mustard like a weirdo. But apart from that, everything in New York was fantastic. We just walked every now and then to places, ate a lot of good food, got on the flight to to Italy, and then took the what I think is one of the best parts of the entire trip was taking the trains, both to Florence and then back to Rome. Because you're just like, you get to chill. You can just look and witness to all of the beauty that Italy has to offer. One of the most green places I think I've ever been. Just lush trees, foliage, even in fall, like just everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then we go to Florence, which is awesome. Small, easy to get to everything really quick. You can see the one Il Duomo, the one thing that... Florence is known for. I guess they also are known for the Statue of David too, though. So I shouldn't be too, which we saw a replica of. And I went, oh, I think all you need to see is the replica. I don't know. Is that like a weird? Because I saw the replica. I was like, yeah, this is impressive. Glad I didn't spend any money going and looking at the museum because this is, it's a giant statue. Yeah. Florence is really nice because I think it was a little warmer than well, warmer than New York and warmer than Rome. In its 60s, 70s, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, so like perfect kind of weather for us. Um, and we, like when we went to Florence, we stayed at an Airbnb that was really close to everything. Yeah. And it was right really cute river. and quaint. And like, I just thought- Both was, places were right on the river. Yeah. Right next to everything. So we could walk everywhere pretty much. Place no, was we did. nice. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Start off having like that nice little cheese board that Sheila went and bought while we were all like up. And that was fun. Just- Chilling on the patio, cheese and cured meats with some wine. And some breads. Some breads. Oh, gosh. That was, that was probably one of my most enjoyable meals was just that But we, we did learn from that dinner that night that it was, we have to get reservations. Like, why? Because it's hard. Like, so we went to a restaurant that you wanted to go to and then they didn't have any room for us because they mm. we didn't have any reservations. Mary and Joseph does. That's correct. And so we had to walk around and find another one, which wasn't hard. It's just kind of a pain. Oh, because we didn't plan it all. So we started getting reservations and planning out more stuff, which was also kind of one thing. Anyone that does reviews on TripAdvisor, Google, Yelp, whatever it may be, just because you're in a different country does not make the dining experience better. Sorry, should not improve your rating. (laughs) Because I can admit, like, There is something cool about like, we're just sitting on the streets of Rome right now eating a pizza. But you really screw over people like us looking for really awesome places to go. And it's like, why is this so highly rated? So if you could all please be realistic with with your food rating so that I don't have to have another crappy pasta carbonara (laughs) for the hundredth time. I think I only got it twice, so I shouldn't be complaining. But going back to Florence, Airbnb pretty awesome hard bed apparently that's same thing in rome apparently that's a thing having not soft beds it's pretty cool though like i liked our spot 
to bed to bath i'd highly recommend it to people really right on the close to everything like katie said and then florence just overall was great we're only there for two days and i feel like we three days it felt really fast two nights i don't remember it was we're definitely there for three nights at least but either way either way like highly recommend going there it's very american friendly like everyone was so kind to us there and everyone could speak english really well there and then we went to rome where we found out that that was not the case not everyone's but which is fine like i'm not saying that anyone should have to be able to not everyone should speak english i should speak italian it's not their problem but not as kind of people in rome didn't speak the language as well but i would say like they're kind of like the new yorkers sure like just like not as patient i guess not at all. <laughs> not at all. They were not they were not putting up with any of our American nonsense. But um Fawn went to a speakeasy that was kind of overrated. Oh, which leads me to my number one complaint. Or maybe I'll wait until we go into the category section. Yeah, I'll wait until we go to the category okay. section. But speakeasy, great, lots of great food, pizza. I think for the most part there wasn't anything was there like a place we went to that were like this sucked? Like I wish I could get my money back. Just the speakeasy. <laughs> really yeah i think so i don't think that there was anything that was like terrible rome we started to hit a wall in terms of italian food so we went to this mexican restaurant that sucked but was amazing like on any normal (laughs) if i went to that restaurant in the united states or anywhere else like when i have good food around me like why did i go to this place but it was such a good palate cleanser and then it was like a crappy Chipotle. That's what I would say. Yeah. Like they didn't have like, like pinto beans. They had like red kidney beans. But since we had been eating like tons of pasta every day, we were like ready for something new. And that was like perfect. I, yeah, I really liked it for being really crappy burritos. And then we also <laughs> went to the Irish pub like our last night there and got burgers, chicken strips, which were so oh, effing good. French fries. Yeah, that's something that's interesting. Like... I feel, I mean, also, like, I don't really like really raw steak. So, like, I had a hard time finding, like, tons of protein there that I could eat. Because it's, it's just, like, mostly, like, carbs. Like, pizza and pastas and stuff. And so, like, having a burger or, like, having so chicken good. and waffles at that one place. I'm like, this is so oh, yeah. good. It was because, Florence, like, right? Yeah. The Be- tourist trap that was fantastic. The best trap to fall into. We waited in line for like an hour for this like brunch place. And of course, we could get brunch anytime in the United States like and not have to wait an hour. We waited an hour still. And it was the one of the best breakfasts I had there. <laughs> I mean, the best breakfast we had there was the one that we made ourselves in Rome. Yeah. Potatoes, so, eggs. Bacon. Bacon, bread. bread. Yeah. I, that was my favorite breakfast. I mean, there's like places like, oh, great. Another espresso and croissant. Awesome. Yeah, another espresso and chocolate croissant. Awesome. Italy really doesn't do breakfast. Like, they just do like pastries. They're they don't do like good. a hearty breakfast like we like. I had really high expectations for some reason about their croissants, their chocolate croissants. I don't know where I got that high expectation from. I'm like, yep, this was a croissant. Congratulations, you guys. World's best cup of coffee. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> but yeah, overall. Like overall, I feel like I'm I'm being super negative. It was very relaxing just being able to walk around. Travel companions, top notch, no high expectations, just going with the flow, all of us. I don't think there's any real arguments or problems, just touring around Rome and Florence and just 
having a good time looking at water every now and then <laughs> looking at looking at the rivers looking at um the fountains yada yada but i think that is like a pretty good summary of everything so now i want to hop into something new that we just introduced for any of our travel pod for any of our travel podcasts categories so best bite and i'm going to start best bite just general food in general over the whole trip over the whole trip so that includes new york which may like most of the food stuff is going to be new york for me yeah mm. well okay mm. not true the food thing yes but the, the dessert is somewhere else okay um this is really silly but my favorite food thing in new york or food in general was just like a fresh bagel and cream cheese in new york that was pretty good like i also love bagels i love my carbs and cheese so that one was my favorite bite of the whole thing mine would either be like if i was gonna give it to it to italy that first night i think i got lasagna that was i'm just like oh god this is gonna be a great trip if everything's like this and then you realize everyone kind of does it exactly the same but i would say more likely What's weird is I can barely remember that Mexican restaurant, but I love that Mexican restaurant. So I, I don't know if that's necessarily the bite I like the most. I don't know if there was a single bite that like, honestly, like with my memory right now, I can't think of a place that was so memorable. Like I can't, it's literally not memorable. I can't tell you a single thing that I had that I was like, that was amazing. I can't believe that God graced me with this on my tongue today. In Italy, my favorite bite was the um, Angels and Demons gnocchi at that steak restaurant that we went to. Mm, that was good. Yeah. That was my favorite restaurant in Italy. Hands favorite down. experience, too. Hands down, that was the best restaurant. Yeah. No, I wish I could go to the restaurant that I really enjoyed. I can't remember the name, so I apologize to everybody, but that place was great. It was the one that we got, the only one that we really planned that I really wanted to go to in Florence. Man, I can't think of, honestly, the most memorable thing right now for me is a Shake Shack burger at the airport. Like, that's the most memorable <laughs> memorable bite that I can think of. Because we went to Emily. Nothing burger that was, was like, really good, though. Burger was really good, but insanely overpriced. Never need to get it's it like again. It's $31, $31 for, for the burger. burger and fries that can poison you if you are gluten intolerant. So just be careful if you go there. They're breaded and they don't tell you. They almost kill their friend. Sorry, Sheila. Thanks for uh, taking one for the team there. So, best. Oh, so then, I guess I'll go to dessert. Like, I honestly can't think. Like, I love that Mexican restaurant, um, La Cucaracha. That's not what it's called. That was the name of the other restaurant that we almost went to in Rome. Can't even think of it. I can't think of it either. But highly recommend it. Electric Grand Electrica? Yeah. Grand Electrica. That place was the best restaurant we went to probably hands down followed and then i would say second by that restaurant in florence but let's move to best bite dessert this one is easier for me very easy for me so i'll go first on this one don't know the name of the place it's right next to the coliseum there panacotta panacotta that was delicious like we just once again aaron uh, aaron morris who we traveled with just picking some of the best he had the highest percentage of good choices because yeah. he only chose because even that that Irish pub that didn't have darts was still a good place considering mm -hmm. 
the rain, yada, yada. But my favorite dessert bite right there with the Old Bridge vanilla gelato was that panna cotta. And I don't know the name of the restaurant, but it it just jiggled so so deliciously. Berries, caramel, or chocolate? What did it, Which one did you like the best? I think it was either chocolate or berries, right? Because their caramel was weird. I think it was berries, though. Like, whichever one I got first. So we ordered one panna cotta with berries, and it was so good. We ordered the next two, like the their other flavors that they offered. So we when ordered in all, Rome <laughs> all the panna cotta. Yeah, that delicious. one was my favorite dessert too. Oh, so good! It was just the perfect consistency. No weird gelatinous. You know what I mean? Like there was no weird coagulation of every, anything. It was delicious. So I do think that Italy does panna cotta better than. America does. I don't know. The panna cotta at brick or the block is pretty good. Oh, it's like a different consistency. It's different consistency. Like you pit, know what I mean? Like, pudding, yeah. Trust me. I think someone could figure out panna cotta and do it here. It's yeah. not that difficult. If you can make creme brulee, if you can make puddings, if you can make flan, you can make panna cotta. It's just not in high demand. I guess I would probably rather have flan than a panna cotta anyways. I would rather have panna cotta. Gross. <laughs> Lame so good though also one thing that you just like my uh, the thing that i always want to caveat with because i kind of said this at the start i legitimately mean that's probably the best panna cotta tops ever that i've had the reason that i say that is a lot of times when somebody haven't experienced something that you have you want to make it seem that much better because you didn't get like there's novelty having this novelty of you didn't do this thing i hope everyone knows whenever you listen to this and at the very end i'll go over this a little more i'm never going to like suggest something to someone unless it was legitimately good because one thing like before we went everyone's like oh florence is amazing florence like florence is so amazing rome was way better like rome as a city the the food in florence there was a couple spots that were great but the people i were talking to not food people so they were saying the city of florence was better than the city of rome and that is an absolute asinine statement anyone who thinks that florence is better as like a historical city to go to maybe to live maybe to live but like to visit rome is way better so i highly recommend if if anyone ever is telling you like oh it's just it's just the hoity-toity some people can't afford to go to florence and rome so they only can go to only go to rome like that i just want everyone to be very very aware of that i do think that florence does have like a smaller charm to it and so i think that's why i liked it better it was less busy, less crowded. Could you have stayed in Florence for five days, though? Like Probably we not. Like, yeah. there's not as much I think to do the there. Perfect, yeah. It was the perfect amount of time to be in Florence, but like, all right, I'm good. Don't need to be here anymore. Unless you do, like, day trips around there, which you'd need to, like, go on a train or get a, a taxi driver or something, which we didn't do. We talked about it, but we ended up just staying in the cities that we were... Because I probably could have done another day in Rome if we hadn't already done Florence. I was getting pretty tired at the end. Me pretty, too. Pretty we were tired. we were gone for two weeks and a day, Gosh. like f- from our house, and so I think towards the Punishing end ourselves. I was very tired. <laughs> well, also like not getting a good night's sleep every night because the beds were so hard. Not like I don't know, not having your routine. <laughs> also, while we're on like negativity, I'm good with wine. I don't know if like I don't think I'll ever understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I had Italian wine. It's not that great. It's not that much better than the wine that you can just get from Napa Valley or from a if there's vineyards in Utah. The thing is, like the wine there is super cheap. 
That is Fair. one thing. Like, so for a, a glass of wine, it was like $3 some places, which is like, I think it's usually yeah, like, like two 8 euros or $10 so like, here, depending Fair. on where we went. So it's like, sometimes it was cheaper than the drinks, like cheaper than juice or cheaper than like a bottle of soda, which was crazy to me. Yeah. So, and like, that's one so, thing. So yeah, maybe that's like cost to getting trashed ratio wine is good in Italy because it was good in Barcelona too from what I recall so we had like a ton of sangria in Barcelona so that also had like juice and brandy in it I don't Uh, know no one knows but I mean I thought it was the wine was good it didn't taste anything like better than the wine here though yeah you know best sight was the thing that took your the sunset in Florence on Oh, when we went to the hill? Yes. And went to that really crappy restaurant afterwards? Oh my gosh. That one was the worst restaurant. That's the worst bite. Sorry. Maybe we should say that. Like the, if you go to Florence and there's like a Labrogio? Le, I don't know what it was. The worst restaurant that we went to. Don't go there. Caesar salad with mayonnaise instead of and, Caesar dressing. And it had like iceberg lettuce. Instead of romaine. It's like, it that's, that's gotta be, it's, isn't it named after Rome, Romaine? So like it's Italian. How do you have iceberg lettuce? Anyways, but that site, going back to the best site, that was pretty dope. I could still eat it though. Like there was some stuff I had to take off. Like they put anchovies on their uh, Caesar, Caesar salads there and eggs. They had an egg on it, which was weird. Yeah. Cause but it was a, uh, it was a Cobb salad for some reason. An airport Cobb salad. Just kidding. Best site for me. Well, so this is the cool thing about the watching the sunset on the hill too was that so kind of a climb for me, set of shape. But uh, we went up there and the sunset was really pretty, and we were up there for like an hour, like just chilling, taking pictures, and seeing the sights. And then like we went into this restaurant, which was like a glass like gazebo kind of thing, and um. Right when we sat down, the fog just started rolling in. That was cool. And so the entire view of the city was just like enveloped in this like super dense fog. It was just crazy because it was like sunny and beautiful. And then two seconds later, it was just dark. It was pretty cool though. Yeah. I don't know what mine was. I want to say it was like some, like one site. Was there one site that I was like, honestly, probably when we're just like on that train. Honestly, seeing like the countryside was probably like my favorite, especially on the way back because I didn't pay attention a lot to the east. I feel like it was the east side um, when we went to Florence. So on our way back to Rome, I got to look on the left side. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was the east. And I was just like, holy crap, this is absolutely gorgeous. And I'd love to live out here. Except they don't have cheeseburgers and they don't have any good food. So that's the only thing that was... They don't have Chinese food. They don't have Chinese food. I mean, at least good Chinese food that we saw. (laughs) They don't have anything. They don't have anything that's worthy. So I'd say that was probably my favorite site. But also, like, just a 1B, a lot of the ancientness of everything was just mind-blowing to me. Like, this is 1,500 years old. This is 2,000 years old. This is this many years old. I'm just like, that was kind of cool to be in a city like that. Since so much of North America is, especially any of its buildings or things that are man-made are, you either have to go to like Mexico to see 
those pyramids that were created by the Aztec, Maya, etc., or like continental United States, not a ton of crazy man-made structures there pre-1650 or even honestly like pre-1750. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was that was something that I really enjoyed. Like we were walking past the Colosseum and Alex was like, oh my gosh, there's numbers on the Colosseum like door entrances, meaning they does that mean that they like had tickets or something? It was weird. And then that's when I was like, oh my gosh, to think of all the things that have happened in the Colosseum, like how many people were like slaughtered because of the entertainment that the... Very important thing. The what? most, the, the, the statement that I said when we were seeing it, the most celebrated slavery in all of human history has to be the Colosseum. We celebrate the Colosseum so much and we oft forget. I watched the movie Gladiator like any good little boy should do growing <laughs> up and the, it, the coliseum was built on slavery and we we still we still celebrate it well you know it was it was it was two thousand years ago it's not a big deal man slavery slavery my friend um <laughs> that's like one of the worst things i feel like you can ever do to a person is enslave them <laughs> just crazy to think uh, of all the things that happened there yeah well so this is kind of weird though katie because I, the next thing that I have is best view. Oh, sorry. So do you want to change your site? Because I guess my best view, I'll change it. My best site is going to be like Colosseum, all the BS that we saw. Like all of that. Like Rome is really great for sites. Just like, like when we went to the fountain, I'm just like, I need to look up when that was made because that's unreal how big that is. I'm thinking it was created in like the 200 AD or whatever. And that's insane to me the detail that went into it and then my best view is going to be the train ride from uh, rome to florence so what's your best site i would say oh, but the river was really pretty too <laughs> darn it um i would say the coliseum i think that was really cool it was weird yeah yeah it was cool Best dining experience, regardless of food quality. I would do the steakhouse. I need to look that up that steakhouse's that, name that so I can gnocchi. publicize them. Yeah. Because it was like the, we did like the whole Italian style dining experience where you like go really slow, you know, we, I think we were there for like two, two or, or three, three hours. hours and it was just the all our server was really nice too he was, super he was cool. like super Spoke really helpful. great english wasn't an a-hole a um and it was it was just funny like <laughs> there was a room next to where we were dining and aaron thought that it was like a room full of like 30 people and we're like there's no way there's 30 people dining in that small room because like this restaurant is so small because as most restaurants are and um then our other friend Sheila went to go to the bathroom and passed that room and she goes there's a mirror that's why it looks like there's 30 people and it was just funny because like we were like making jokes about that small room having I don't know like a ton of people yeah, anyways so it was just Katie like a really really fun experience. La Buccetta in Florence was the best restaurant I think that we experienced the food was great the experience that like just dining La and Buccetta. taking our time was great no, and like really the only downside was the steak itself. Like really, really raw. 
They do not cook the steaks. Which is our fault. And then they also don't put... It was still... Like, it was still... Here's the thing. This is why... This is how you decide if sushi is bad or not. How many things have to be included in the sushi flavor-wise for you to enjoy it? I still enjoyed this raw steaks flavor, even though there was no salt, no pepper. It was basically just like olive oil, and then they cooked it a little bit. The flavor of beef is so much better than the flavor of raw fish. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> uh, actually, maybe we can't all agree on that. Uh, but it's the, it's just something that I've started to call the sushi test. The reason that people like sushi is all the stuff that, it, for the most part, I know there are some people who are probably like, no, I absolutely love raw fish. They're a liar. But the that, that was still, even though it was the worst part of the meal, was still quite delightful as a whole. And it wasn't expensive. Like nothing there. The, the one thing that, Italy and just all of Europe, I think, has going for is the idea of no tip because I saved 20% on all of our meals. And even so, all of our meals are so inexpensive. All of them. Like, that, I think that one was our mo- one of our more expensive ones. It was like 200 euros. I don't even think it was that much, honestly. I think it was less than that. And well, we and got a lot, a lot of, of stuff. A lot of places also, like, include it. Like, they'll say at the bottom of the menu, like, to dine in oh, it's like, it's a like dollar, 150, 150 euros, a person yeah. they also like charge you for waters a lot of places still which is we, fine, we still did not spend like, nearly like so if, like let's use the emily as an example i think we spent like a hundred dollars there for a burger a pizza and tacos and tacos yeah yeah that's a hundred dollars too so let's say 80 euros i don't even know if that hundred dollars includes tip like yeah. it's gross <laughs> I mean, it's not gross. Sorry. Like, Emily was delicious, but what am I? It sounds so. Don't name your restaurant Emily. I sound like a pervert talking about this right now. The restaurant, the Emily, was great. <laughs> so tasty and delicious. They're tender, tender meat. Okay. Best walk. It's a weird question. Just thought I'd ask it. Best walk. Do you have one off the top of your head? I think it was when we were coming back from whatever we're doing in Florence, like going over the bridge. That's probably one of my favorite walks. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, it's one of our last ones we did right yeah. before we went up the hill and all that crap. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, or that one morning we had like breakfast across the bridge. Like, and just I mean, found it. Yeah, it was just like pastries and coffee and stuff, and uh, walking there in like the morning, and it was just. You didn't even need a sweater. You need a short sleeve shirt. And it was just really pretty to... Yeah, screw you, person who wrote that thing about Americans and how we travel. <laughs> and, and shame on me for taking personal offense to it. So, yeah, this is what's funny. Like, a lot of people in Italy were just wearing, like, huge coats, like, all the time. It's like And LA. it would be, like, like 60. It's 65 degrees. Like, Why the hell are you... How are you not sunny. sweating and stinking? Yeah, and, and we would just be, like, wearing a short sleeve shirt looking like weirdos compared to them but still i'm like no how are you not sweating like it'd be like this is coming from my wife who is historically cold all the time all the time yes and it'd be like fur fur lined coats or like fur what is it the like the snow coats like winter coats not just like a this light sweater (laughs) all you need is a light jacket no, that's probably was my favorite walk. I, but in, in totality, I loved any time we were doing walks in Rome. Uh, uh, maybe I would change it. I think walking to the 
laundry like by myself was probably one of the most fun things just like i know how to get back don't have to pull up don't need to pull up the whatever don't need to guide anybody back don't have to like just being off on your own was was kind of a nice thing for for a walk you you did that too right yeah I got when you, when you got, how was that bread. for you it's fine i mean i thought i knew where i was going i was like oh i came this way so i can go get my like go back without any directions and then i took a wrong turn and so i had to pull up directions <laughs> so i did not know it is well but thought. The, kudos to google fi for delivering on awesome service throughout the process katie and i probably spent a total of I don't even know. Seven dollars because we don't have unlimited data. Um, for in international, Rome. yeah, in, in Rome, even for the calls, like international calls that we had to make, like a total of seven dollars while we were out of country. I'll take it. What's that for? Nine days or eight days, however long we were gone. Google Fi. I highly recommend it to anybody who's doing any outside of the United States travel. It's absolutely worth it. Because guess what? Never happened. Never had to go find a McDonald's to get free Wi-Fi. Never had to ask restaurants for their Wi-Fi passwords like we did in London and Barcelona all the time. Like we just were able to go wherever we wanted to go. The only issue that we had was when we'd go into like those huge like Any buildings. stone buildings, yeah. Like we'll same Which with like fine, our friends though. that had some like other plan. We both didn't have any signal if it was like a massive yeah, but- like brick or stone building i mean the only time it sucked is like if you're trying to translate a menu which google translate highly recommend also a lot of google products that are great for for when you're traveling um youtube music youtube just pulling it up on people's smart tvs when you're having a little chill day highly recommended (laughs) it was so easy just cast it on the on the tv but that was probably i think that would be more of my favorite walk the more i think about it It it's just nice to I don't know, because there's a lot of, what's the word, anxiety that can go into a trip, even like for people who we know don't care, like just being like, I don't want, and honestly, sometimes some of my favorite walks would be when like Aaron was just like, let's just go to this place, let's just go to this place. I'm like, yeah, sounds, I think he did that that twice and effing knocked it out of the park, man. Well, that one, the first place in Rome that like had great pizza, it was probably like the best pasta that they had there, and then. The pub, the Irish pub that we went to where we played darts and got too, too inebriated. Too, like, I, that's never good when the next day, like, yeah, and then we did this, we did this. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I just remember playing darts. <laughs> I think that day, though, like, we were walking to, like, a dinner place. And we took, like, a four-hour walk. Like, not really four hours, but, like, we'd stop on the way, like, to the Coliseum to, like, get some lunch and then get like appetizers and then anyways it was just like a long Aaron walk got us the delicious panna cotta in theory he's like let's go here yeah. I'm like all right sounds good and that was really fun just because we were out doing something like constantly that day but it made like the next day like we were really tired so we slept in and, and had breakfast at the airbnb that's probably so. my biggest regret is not planning things like because that's what's nice like i don't know i'm not a person who feels that there's any specialty to being, what's that word? The word I always forget because I'm not it. I just go and do things whenever they're happening. Spontaneous. Spontaneous, since I'm not spontaneous. Like, I don't think there's 
spont- spontaneity and the reason that you enjoy the things that you do that are spontaneous is just because you're like this we, we lucked out it's like winning the lottery it's not always going to happen like think about it everything you do if you were to keep track of every spontaneous thing that you ever did every single thing and compared against the times where it was good you're probably not doing very well um i forget where i was going with this spontaneity Oh, the one thing I wish I would have done a little bit more is like planning out restaurants and doing more research because I definitely, this is one of the trips I planned the least ever that I've ever gone on, places that I wanted to go and and whatnot. So it'd probably be the one thing I would change. I think it was, like, it, it was out, still great. Yeah, it was like still it, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and I tried to plan out stuff. Like I had a list of things like, like restaurants that we could check out, but it was hard to plan that without knowing like the exact location of the airbnb until like a week before and then oh, also yeah. like not knowing like what we wanted to do that day like what sites like there's like a Maybe lot that's of why we didn't plan it out to it so it's like florence we easily could have planned out everything because no matter where you're staying at in florence like but i didn't know this going into it it's going to be super close super close so that's kind of my bad on florence but i had no idea rome if you don't know where you're staying that could have been a nightmare because like there was a couple of restaurants I wanted to go to that was like really hours far. away, like yeah. really really far away, and then if you walked even farther than an hour away, so so like we had to plan everything based that. on like Google Maps or where we were staying and like what we wanted to do that day. Like okay, we're gonna go see the Coliseum and we'll do this thing, like this restaurant near it, and all that. Don't go to Tonarello or Tonarella. I don't know how you say it. It's one of the biggest lies on Google. It's a 4.7 out of 5 stars, and it was trash. Don't go there. Which one was that one? The first place we went to in Rome. It's like the biggest regret of the entire trip for me. Don't go there. It's gross. It's gross. For dinner? You don't even remember. For dinner we went there? Yeah. You don't remember. Okay, so best people, apart from Sheila and Aaron, anyone who wasn't smoking, holy cow, Italy, get your shit together. (laughs) God. It's absolutely disgusting. It's disgusting the amount that you smoke. It's absolutely disgusting. And I'm sure you say the same same thing about all of the processed foods that we eat. Apart, apart from having to smell toots every now and then from all that processed food, which doesn't really necessarily even have to happen. Be, be, oh God, that's the thing I hated the most. The thing I absolutely, like at the Roma game, which was fantastic. Roma, Roma, Roma. Um great experience i understand why they love football there because they have no other cool sports to watch totally get it but uh one of the best sporting events that i've probably ever been to just because it's the amount of community at the place was fantastic but still tons of people smoking it was disgusting absolutely disgusting (laughs) well it's the thing too like so the best kudos to all those people who don't have a nicotine and tobacco habit they also don't have regulations in Italy where, like, you're supposed to smoke. Like, you're supposed to be six feet away from a door to smoke. So, like, we would be inside a cafe or a restaurant, and then it would smell like smoke because it would be someone literally right outside of the door just smoking, and it would go, like, the wind would blow right back in. Um, and I'm, like, super sensitive to smoke smell. Like, it makes me nauseous, and it also gives me, like, heartburn. It's, like, anytime I would be eating and then I would smell it, I'm like, okay, this is really gross. Like It's gross. And we would, like, I loved eating outside because it was, like, nice and stuff. But then it would, 
be like ruined because someone would start smoking like right next to us and they don't just smoke one which i learned i was they like smoke. okay maybe they'll just stop after one no they smoke an entire like, pack yeah like just constantly and so we and would somehow have to, like, they have the highest life expectancy in the entire world i don't wine. understand how that's possible it's disgusting yeah i don't get it it's absolutely either. disgusting but we didn't actually it's probably the climate that's probably what it is like the united like that's the thing the other thing i learned diversity matters when it comes to like taking all of these stats because like diversity in many different ways so diversity of geography as an example when you're taking into account the united states it's 360 million people when you when you are sorry when you're doing like um longevity mortality rates when you're doing mortality rates like yeah, there's way more of us in the United States, so higher sample size. Some of us are in different climates, yada, yada, yada. Everyone in Italy is essentially in the same climate. That I know there's probably like, well, there's some people in the mountains. There's some people. like It's not re- – it's the smallest – it's one of the smallest countries in the world. Uh, <laughs> and that's <laughs> – sorry. I know – once again, I also know that it's not the smallest country in the world, but it's a very small country. We can all agree on that. And uh, so I just want people to stop trying to compare the United States – to countries that are not in any way similar to it from a geographical standpoint or from a diversity standpoint either. Because you know what? I didn't see a whole lot of in Italy, a whole lot of non-Italians unless they were tourists. So stop trying to compare us to other things because you know what? The United, that's why it makes the United States awesome. If diversity is something that should be celebrated, we need to start celebrating the United States a lot more because every country I have been to seems to shun diversity more than accept it. Italy, you smoke a lot and you seem to hate people. London was pretty diverse. London was pretty diverse. Yeah. Barcelona, Sp- Spain, you seem to hate people. Mexico, well, Chiapas, actually, not you true. seem to hate people not from Mexico. In in Barcelona, we would meet a lot of people that like spoke Spanish and they'd oh, be like, that, oh yeah, I'm from Mexico. I'm from Chile. I'm gonna, like, at risk of getting myself canceled. But that's... So there were there were a lot of people there that but like you wouldn't know unless you asked them because they all spoke Spanish. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, this trip though, like in comparison to our last big trip to like Barcelona and London, um, we didn't meet as many people like no. in well because we didn't the speak, country we didn't speak the language yeah or just even like tour it like I guess we talked to like one couple. How many people did we meet in Barcelona? How many people did we meet in Barcelona? There were a few people that you talked to. Like, well, I talked to a lot well, of people because like I could speak Spanish and the, English. Like you talked to the waiters a lot more, yep, I guess. I know, yeah, because we like, spoke the language. But there were some like random groups of people that you would just start talking to. Like in Barcelona, there was like a group of They like, spoke English. Yeah. Um, we spoke English so, with those people we shared a table with <laughs> in Spain. Like that's really all that it is. That's all it comes down to meeting people. Yeah. One of Roma, Roma, Roma. So I would say like the nicest people were like the people that Florence. Florence were the really best people was Florence. But then there was down. also like that pub we went to. We were playing darts, and that chick was really nice. She like called us a taxi because I didn't want to have to walk to go get a taxi. Like, or like, and then the taxi rejected us. And she was really nice and like kind enough to be like, okay, if you just walk here, then you'll be able to find one really fast. And like she was Definitely really nice. Needed one that night because we had walked like really far, really far. Like, yeah, but and we're like 
the proclaimers right walked hundreds of hundreds of miles i have i have beef to pick with italy though um what's up with Apart your from the smoke thing what's up with your bread being unsalted <laughs> like most of the bread was salted and it was good but there was like a third of the bread that we would get like and then like, it wasn't salted at all and it well, was we'll gross. just give it to the birds if the <laughs> humans don't eat it and so like if we got like a good like basket of bread with like salted focaccia that was toasted then like it was amazing and i ate it all but if it was gross bread i would eat like one bite and not even eat it with like olive oil and stuff because it was like you couldn't even like salt it enough with the olive oil and balsamic and, yeah yeah but. it's because america's better <laughs> but i was i guess i was just disappointed in that well and i should take that back i take that back america is better if what you really care about is food if what you really care about is food america is way better rome has amazing history way better than the united states rome has better architecture way better than the united states anywhere that i've been at least like italy has things that are way better but all i care about is when it comes to traveling food, yeah food. when it comes to is food and culture and so what i've learned from this or and relaxing and so the amount of effort that i have to output going to all of these different countries is not worth it it was still a good trip and i'm still glad we did it yeah i'm very happy <laughs> we did it no I'm, I'm happy that we did it i think we relaxed more than probably would have been normal for a trip like that because a lot of people are just like go 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 all the time there's no like downtime for like all right we're just gonna watch four episodes of rick and morty take little nappers i did take a lot of naps on the trip yeah it was nice yeah because that's what i don't know why why are we trying to like man i'm just so happy we live when we do because it's something that i said like could you imagine just coming here 10 years ago probably need maps like actual maps that we'd have to like use. Yeah, thank goodness we had maps on our phone. Gosh, yeah, and service that cost no money to do it. Yes, and we could look up restaurants and look at reviews, pictures. Like that was one thing where, like, if I looked at the pictures and saw something I liked, I know I just need to order what I think looks good. Because there was one time I like didn't look at pictures and I ordered something like without looking at pictures and I'm like this isn't even that good. Like that salad didn't see pictures of salad. Like at the crappy on yeah. the hill in Florence. Yeah, that's the new name. That's of the like one thing too. They like don't have a ton of fruit or veggies on their menus. So like I would order salads a lot and it would be really crappy. <laughs> and can we all agree charcuterie's overrated? Fun, like fun. Don't get me wrong, fun. I'm not trying to like be super Debbie Downer on this vacation that we just spent tons of money on, <laughs> um, but I don't get it. I, I my charcuterie boards are better than Italy's. No, I agree. Like, I don't think they had a ton of variety in cheeses in Italy. No, like, no, they do that not. was one thing that was also disappointing. Was like the cheese variety was like, I think there. Oh, there was one cheese that was really good. Like it was like a burrata, stracciatelle. Yeah, whatever that is, that was really good. So, like, any mo- fresh mozzarella, burrata stuff was really good, but the other stuff tasted really moldy or, like, really Earthy. gamey. Like, there was one that tasted like goat cheese or lamb or something. It was gross. Like, <laughs> and so I would not, if it didn't look good, like, if it looked really moldy or really, like, 
But what I've learned from this is people, the reason that feel like I'm just being, everyone's probably like listening to this, like, quit complaining. You just went to Rome. You went to Florence. Like, I know it was great. Like for the most part, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Like 90, 90% of it positive at, at the, at the least. But like, I think it's very important because the reason that I, that I do like these podcasts is like, know what you're getting yourself into. So if you don't like, if, if your food is like your number one thing, Italy is not actually the place for you. <laughs> like if, if you are a, a physical beauty or geography, that's not the right word, but you know what I mean? Historical. His, like historicity. If like that's, that's your jam. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's like, this is a trip that you should take. But if you like food, save yourself some money, go to New York, go to Florida, go to Chicago, go to Seattle, go to Austin, Texas. Maybe even if you want to go out of the country, go to somewhere in Mexico, but just save yourself, <laughs> save yourself lots and lots of money um, by not doing it. But once again, I am very happy. Like we were supposed to go to France. That trip got canceled due to COVID. It was nice to go again, but I think moving forward, I'm going, going tropical. I'm going somewhere I can just sit on the beach, have some tacos, <laughs> have some tacos, have a margarita. And just uh, watch the water. <laughs> I also think that, like, I'm not a cut out for, like, long flights. That sucks. Like, I don't like so long flights. That was one thing that, like, you just have to brace for. Like, I cannot sleep. Like, I couldn't. I think I slept two hours on the flight. And it was, like, a red eye. So that was, like, eight hours. You know? So, like, that wears on you. So, like, traveling there and back has been like really hard on my body <laughs> like yeah sitting for well coming back we had to like take a 10-hour flight and then a five-hour flight so it's like 15 hours of flying and just sitting um so yeah i think i am at the point to the point where i'm like yeah let's stick to like closer three tropical. hours three hours it looks like i'm going to tijuana <laughs> tropical places or staying in the know. same time zone would be helpful too yeah, adjusting back has been really hard for me too. Like yesterday, I took a four-hour nap when it was like uh, nighttime in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oops, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but so once again, it, I highly recommend going to Italy, it, depending on what your thing is. If you are into hist- history, if you are into like beautiful views, go. If you're into like walking around ancient cities absolutely go if you're solely going for the purpose of food do not go if you're solely going for the purpose of showing off to your friends that you went to rome or whatever absolutely do not go save yourself the money because now i know and so anytime that i see someone try to (laughs) now that i've gone and experienced myself now that anyone tries to convince me that's that it's like this magical place i'll know you're wrong (laughs) you want to know how i know you're wrong you would do everything you could everything you could to live there doesn't seem like a whole lot of americans are doing everything they can to move to italy <laughs> i mean sheila is considering it. oh yeah, yeah. And that's that's exactly right like kudos to her if they get their citizenship and they're able to move there like would you visit them absolutely if i didn't have to pay freaking airbnb 100 percent, man just gotta pay for a flight yeah done well good that means you can go back save thousands of dollars yeah. on on uh, whatever that's called lodging lodging yeah. and we'll have our private jet by then anyway so it'll be like oh, cost totally. like nothing 
Oh, and then just got to give big shout outs to, uh, to Aaron and Sheila. Fabulous travel companions. Can't recommend them higher. Like, there's, there's one thing that, that I, I wish I would have done more of on the trip is I would wish that I would have been a decision maker more. Um, because that's the only thing, like what they're really great at is going with the flow. And we are too. Like we're really good. Just like, yep, this is what's happening. Things are happening. You guys went and did this thing. Cool. Sheila just went out and did something. Awesome. Aaron's going to sleep for eight hours. Cool. Sleep for eight hours. We'll go do our thing. No problems at all. So that's the thing that I, I love the most. I wish I would have been a little bit more decisive because the thing that I have pinpointed that is any problem with group. Thankfully, it wasn't a group. It was just us with Sheila and Aaron. So it was super, super easy. Is the problem with group travel is indecision. So you spend most of your time just trying to decide on what to do. But the reason that you spend all of that time trying to decide on what to do is because you have all of these people who say they don't care about what we do until you suggest an idea. You suggest an idea and they go, oh, no, I don't really want to do that. So what 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 other ideas you got? You're like, okay. And this is something that Sheila and Aaron are like amazing at because it'd be like, hey, so like, what do we want to do? I say something. All right, cool. Let's go do that. Aaron says he wants to go to this place. Okay. You and I are just like, sounds good. Let's go do this thing. That is the most important thing when traveling with a group. People just being okay with everything that is happening. And that is one thing that I got to give huge shout out to Sheila and Aaron for is just like, were there some hits and, or sorry, were there some misses? Yes. There are absolutely some places like Tonarello. Like there was some stuff that sucked, but most everything was good, if not great or amazing. So just big, big shout out that like there was no, I don't think there's ever a time where we're like arguing over like what we were going to do. No. Traveling with them is really it's easy. Super easy. And it's really fun too. I think some of my favorite parts is just like sitting down with them like at a dinner and talking and like laughing about silly things and rooms that had 14 people, not 30 people. And, mm -hmm. you know, just like stuff like that with the addition of like the experience of like being in a different country. So it was really fun. It was good. And they had been there before. So I almost kind of feel a little bad in a sense like doing it for the second time, but I enjoyed it. Hope that they enjoyed it. I think it was, uh, I'm sure it was nice for them not having to travel back to Utah after afterwards. It's a little, a little easier, a little easier travel for them. Then also being able to stay at their place while we had like our in air quotes layover was pretty nice too. Oh, and that burrito, that burrito upon arriving in New York, watching one episode of secession. It's good to be back in America. <laughs> Holy cow, man. Um, anything else? Any other? Am I missing anything? Dart Night was fun. I don't feel like I we explored Dart Night nearly enough. Okay, this is how much fun it was. We went there for like an hour before we had dinner reservations. And then after our dinner was done, we went back for another hour. Yeah. Like, and to I can't play. believe how few people were like nobody went and played darts. Everyone just... That place was, and that part place can't be popular, right? There was like nobody there both times. Or were we maybe just there like really early? Season. Maybe it was like a weekday too. Was it? It was like a Thursday or Wednesday. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, And like there were instruments in the back that like Alex were playing guitar and Aaron was playing drums. And <laughs> it, it was really fun. It's like a hidden gem that we found on the way to dinner that night. Yeah. Um. So where to next, I guess? 
I don't know, probably, probably either Hawaii or somewhere in Mexico or like the, like, I feel like you have to stay kind of continental though. The reason that I say that is shipping routes, (laughs) supply chain issues. You have to be in places that can access stuff. So for example, if we go to like Jamaica or no, Hawaii, Hawaii is probably a better example of this. Hawaii, you're very limited in the food that you're going to get. You're going to get some pineapple, got to get some pork. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So if you go to somewhere like Mexico, that is, has, has places that can have trucks driving to it, you're probably going to have a much better offering in terms of food services and food, food offerings, I should say, not food services. So Mexico, probably. Yeah. Mexico is probably going to be the next place that we go because I love Hawaii, but the amount that it costs to go there for the last, like, it is pretty gorgeous though. Like those couple of times that we're like just on the beach looking out was pretty nice or at that place that had okay food with that giant drink bowl that we had was pretty good. The view is really pretty. The view was great there. So it really just comes down to once again, what you value and what I value is relaxing and eating good food. I have a feeling that Mexico is probably going to be the best for that. Speak the language. Yeah, okay, so nice. there you go. Val- that That's actually, I would put speaking the language at the top is probably the most important thing. If you speak the language, you're going to have a blast because guess where the food sucked and I absolutely loved our time there? London. Because <laughs> I speak English. Barcelona, food was fantastic. Spoke the language. Hawaii, great. Speak the language. Food was okay. Barcelona's food is amazing. I have a feeling that Mexico is probably like our place. We both kind of speak the language. I'm sure a lot of people speak English there. They got food. They have drink. They have beaches. They have views. Yeah. They have history if you are into that too, which I think after going to Italy, I don't know, like maybe Greece would be the only other place I need to go in terms of history. I think Greece would be fun, but too it's much, like too a, long. Like it. Too long, long too long of a trip, honestly. We'd have to like... After doing... I'm really happy we did Italy because I'm just like, hmm, you know, it looks like we're never going to Thailand. I know my brother like highly recommends Thailand. Oh, um, and like and, she like, says it, that like, like that's your favorite place that she's ever been. She highly recommends it, but... Thailand was? Yeah, somewhere in Thailand. We were talking about like our favorite trip and we would like highly, highly recommend someone go there. We said... She said Thailand? Yeah, somewhere in Thailand. That was the most... The place she would recommend the most? Yeah. I'll have to send her a message. Unless I like totally misheard her. But... I guess it's cheap. I know that it's inexpensive. I know Aaron, I know my brother loved it. It's just I don't think I could do 24 hours on I don't want to I don't want to do that. It's pass. Once again, and I also like no offense to anyone that I just named. Novelty. I think people like going doing things that they know very few other people in their lives will ever be able to do. I mean, but I believe that do. it is really pretty. Like the elephant, like going and playing with elephants would be amazing. Like I don't know if you're supposed to do that though. Oh, all the stuff that we won't say who did it. You're not. Supposed I, to. I I describe so these you know the people now you all know the people who went to Thailand. Like when I was describing to one person all the things that they did in Thailand, they're like, "You're really not supposed to do that. You're really not supposed to do that. You're really not supposed to do that." I'm like, oh well, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did, and they loved it. <laughs> but like same with like swimming, swimming with dolphins. Like only some places in Mexico allow that. Like you can't do that in Hawaii. Ooh, blue whales too. 
my one bucket list item swimming next to a blue whale that'd be amazing you can do the only that thing on my bucket mexico. list and i think you can do that in mexico or uh god that's terrible just thinking about I mean, it scares me i'm not even swim, there but you'd be next to it on a boat. One. I'm scared i just spit you out don't worry just call me jonah yeah but so that's my thing italy if you're not into food absolutely go there if like you love other things go there it's fabulous i can't i can't recommend it more than that barcelona still as far as like foreign travel goes probably my favorite place that i've been um so that is that and then just and the other thing too beware of novelty beware of people trying to sell you things because they're just happy that you haven't done what they have done (laughs) that's not everyone but a lot of people like just being able to be unique is a very important thing to people. That's why I'm being as frank as I can about Italy. If you love food and that's the reason you want to go somewhere, do not go to Italy. Or like, I don't know if necessarily think it's like the novelty thing, but like maybe they just end up finding cooler things like on a trip and you won't find all the same experiences. Like, Correct. For example, like the darts night. Like that was such a random thing. We like, Or even just Waxy O'Connor's in yeah, England. Like yeah. that was just totally random me meeting night. someone in the bathroom. And not everyone's going to get that. And so if you go hoping to get something like really random experience of like meeting somebody and going to a cool bar, you're probably not going to get that. So like best, (laughs) best night of that trip, which was Barcelona and London was Waxy O'Connor's. Right? Yeah. Hands down. That was like the single best night that we had. And we've recommended people go there and they have or or like I've heard of other people going there like, yeah, it's like, okay, it's like not amazing, but. Go on a weekend. Or like, or, or, and also be into it. Like we were dancing, like we were, we were doing dancing all of the, with random people. Also, the singer was pretty effing awesome that night. And they had like Christmas decorations up everywhere too. That's the only thing. Like, is there any, like I loved London. Like, sorry, this this is supposed to be about New York, Rome, and Florence. Moral of the story: Just stay in the United States. The United States is doing food <laughs> the best. <laughs> we might not have, we might not have the pantheon, but guess what? We do have every single food that you could imagine and the next time that we have something that we want to talk about we hope you give it a listen